presented by Wide Angle Podium LLC and the Schwamigan Fat Tire Festival. Welcome to the Slow Ride Podcast special Schwamigan episode. With race day nearly upon us, we each arrived in Hayward, Wisconsin, home to the American Berkebiner, an international caliber ski race attracting more than 10,000 athletes to the area, including world-class and Olympic hopefuls. And now us. Schwamigan National Forest and the Hayward Cable area are a wonderland for outdoors, for skiing, and for mountain biking. And it did not disappoint. We arrived Friday evening and took a quick shakedown ride on some of the amazing single track in the area. We were joined by Big Matt, former teammate on Little Guy Racing, and a uh, former winner of the Duluth Stage Race, Cat 3, 2008. He was playing team mechanic and driver for the weekend. We had to feel out the bikes, so we did about an hour on the single track uh, to check out each other's fitness as well as shake down our machines. Who was fit? Who was faking it? Whose drop bars and narrow tires were sure to fail them? After the ride, we headed to number pickup at race headquarters. The race setup was impressive. A massive presence at the Telemark Resort for the 3,000 plus bike racers taking part in the Schwamigan. We grabbed our registrations, our race numbers, our t-shirts and goodie bags, had some of the race provided food, and some of us enjoyed a beer from the Angry Minnow Brewing while the band played under the tent. It was the perfect start to the weekend. At race headquarters we met Schwamigan Fat Tire Festival uh, volunteer coordinator and uncle to the super rookie, Ed Johnston, for a quick interview and to thank him and race organizer Gary Crandell for having us, and to get his unbiased take on this Slow Ride podcast, Race Within a Race. So we're here with, with Uncle Ed. Uncle Ed, Spencer and Little Guy aren't here right now, but you're here with me, your, your, your family and blood. Of the three, who do you think is going to win? Well, man, Tim, that's a tough one. Um, you know, you're the only one I ever met before tonight, but little guy looks tough. I mean, I'm just wow. saying, I'm just saying, if his bike will hold up. That's a very good point. I, Between me and you, and no one else is going to hear this until we compile it, I'm, I need his bike to break for me to beat him. I, I, I can handle Spencer. I'll destroy him, but I'm a little worried about Matt's bike. What do you think of his outfit, though? The dinosaur socks? You know, I would, I, honest to goodness, Tim, I noticed the dinosaur socks, and I, and I love them. I mean, I do. I just got to be honest with you. I love the dinosaur socks. I think it's a good look. Thanks for inviting yeah. us yeah. up. We're real yeah. excited. Oh, you know, I'm, we're thrilled you're you know, here. We, living um, in the Twin Cities, never, not, never doing this race is an embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah, well, and it then is. So I had to move to Florida to come up for it. You know, we, uh, your signs posted outside, of, your pictures posted outside of town, and um, we're, we're glad you're here. We also ran into former teammate and Duluth stage race winner, Cat4, 2008, Jake Helmbreck, manager at Freewheel Bike in Minneapolis. He has an intimate knowledge of all of our racing abilities, and he was happy to give us his thoughts on the race. As a former teammate of Spencer, little guy, and myself, going into our first ever Schwamigan, who do you think is going to win between the three of us? So Spencer is probably going to be the winner. Okay. Um, only because I think he looks like he's going to win. 
Jake was smart. Real smart. And handsome. So, Jake, you think you think Spencer's going to win among the three of us? Uh, now that I see little guy, I think he's going to win. <laughs> but uh, little guy does tend to lose his chain and have mechanicals. Uh, so, and so after that, hearing about his bike with the spit and duct tape. Well, moderately handsome anyway. Ed invited the slow ride crew out to Rivers, a local watering hole and pizza joint in the cable area. It was incredible. The walls lined with Schwamigan memorabilia from both the ski and the bike races, as well as a memorial to Steve Tilford, who was killed last year. Steve loved the event, and after his passing, his wife Trudy actually relocated to Cable and opened a pie shop, Tilly's Pies, right next to Rivers. Oh, well, the new one this pie shop was uh, Steve Tilford. Oh, really? Yeah. She just moved up here? Yeah, she did after he died. I like the bike. Paramount, so they got in there. It's Telford's Paramount. Oh, is it? And there's a Wheaties. It's like it's like Team Wheaties. Yeah. Picture, and then it says race schedule. It had the race schedule. It's like a poster you could get for the race schedule that it had a Steve Telford bike. So she moved here to run the bike shop. She she moved here after he died, and it's a pie shop. Pie shop. Oh, okay. Pie shop. <laughs> it's an amazing pie shop. It's called Tilly's Pie. Really? Yeah. Is this my beer? Yes. It's called Tilly's Pies. Tilly's Pies after Steve. Well, the photo that Schwamigan put up today on their Twitter and Instagram is like the rollout. And like when you zoom in, I zoomed in. I had, before you mentioned it too, because I totally stood Steve Tilford on the front row with like the world championship strips. We saw him at several like events. And he'd have like, uh, like the super cut off jeans like, like one time like really daisy dukes like walking through downtown madison on state street and it was so, pretty awesome. so chris talking about kelly's pies over there. yeah yeah well no we're, we're pretty proud of that they so, always had a love for cable and she's moved up here and yeah. back to racing though we got a little background information on our poor starting spots from ed turns out it was our fault like i'm so far in the we're so far in the back it's going to take us five minutes just to cross How the... How did you get so far? Well, well they were the first-timers. We didn't... And it's first-timers. And why did you request a better game? Yeah, Spencer didn't, want to, Spencer didn't want to go through the pressure. I was like, Spencer, we got to do this. He's like, eh, this would be more fun hanging out in the back. I told Tim that when I told Gary Crandall last night, I said, Gary... You know, because Tim said, you know, how long is it going to... How slow is it going to be for Gate 7? And Gary's response says, why are they in Gate 7? <laughs> yeah... It's a good question. It's going to be a lot more fun. I'm <laughs> yes. excited. For I think it's yeah. safer back. We're going to take in the experience. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm going to feel awesome because I'm going to be passing people the entire time. Yeah. Well, I think if there we get past at any there point, I'll be really disappointed. <laughs> I, want a, I want only positive. I yeah. only want forward motion. If somebody passes us, you better like, control yourself. Uh, you're going to get like. No, I don't. I don't want to. There'll be a lot of people passing you at mile. And nine. I'm going to be yelling, "Go faster!" Yeah, go no, I'm going to try to keep it under. If your chain breaks, everyone's going to be passing you. <laughs> Hopefully, it breaks you near your parents' house, and I can walk. Oh over wait, and get, my, <laughs> get my chain tool. <laughs> oh. I brought a chain tool just in case. After Rivers, satisfied with the day, our pre-rides and our uh, race bag goodies. We uh, drove back to the Slow Ride headquarters for the weekend, Tim's parents' cabin. The discussion on the drive quickly turned back to the race and to the trash talk. We're on our way to uh, 
um, home. That's bullshit. <laughs> and we we've got we we got we picked up our bib numbers at the Shawamigan Fat Tire Festival. We're on our way back. Spencer's driving. We got Big Matt in the car. Team mechanic. Team mechanic. Team Swanier. Does just make sure we get us to the uh, the finish line and the start line. Little guy Matt. Myself. We are approximately twelve hours away from the start of the race. We are in the back corral. Um, Big Matt, you're the most unbiased of everyone here. Yeah. How do you currently feel about the setup and the what's going to happen on Schwamigan race day for the uh, four of us? Four of us. The three of us, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think you're gonna do with your day? I'm gonna I'm gonna get some beers and I'm gonna go ride some trails. I'm gonna have a really good time. That sounds like a good schwamigan. Yeah. Sounds like a great yeah. schwamigan. And how? Who do you think is gonna win among the three of us? Uh, now you we rode today for about an hour. You know, unfortunately, I think I have to say Spencer. What? <laughs> and I say unfortunately because you know I never thought of Spencer as a mountain biker. No. <laughs> I just kind of thought of him as this like kind of roadie track guy. Big Matt is also very smart and handsome. Now, see, I see. I secretly think that Spencer was bluffing a little bit today. Now and then, like when I we came up, when that. we came off the single track at the end there, and we jumped on the 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 dirt road back to Tim's parents' cabin. Um, I was in the lead, and obviously, you, Matt. Took a dig to try to catch me. And Super I tried. Rookie, I tried. Super Rookie was part of that I for didn't a have while. Any chance. Spencer was, was a little bit off the back, and I felt like he was bringing it in because maybe coach's orders were to keep the heart rate down. He'd already done the effort or something. He just seemed a little too comfortable back there, not goofing around in our stupid games. It's serious business. And that that didn't feel like Spencer. That felt like coach was in his ear. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so I think. I think I'm gonna win among the three of us. I'm not concerned at all about Spencer. Like after the display that we saw today on the single track, he he's either playing a really good game of possum, or he just does not have the form. Well, I'm so just gonna own up. Judging by the number of times you had to stop and tighten your saddle today, I think that's gonna be your, your your undoing tomorrow. The trash talk game was strong. We've had a lot of practice, mostly. Everyone ripping on little guy's bike choices. So, little guy, would you say that you have a false sense of security now because there wasn't a problem so uh, far? No, today? no, I still, I still very much have uh, some things I'm worried about on the bike. One, um, there's a chance of rain, and I'm a little worried because I don't have a lot of clearance. Yeah. So, there's a lot of people, little guy, that are a little nervous about your bike build. Yeah. Um, I mean, they should maybe be. Maybe not. They should be. Do you think that you're, got, let me say this, little guy, do you think you're worthy of the 60% of people that have chosen you to win among the three of us? I hope to, uh, I hope to, you know, get the result for them. Uh, it's a lot of pressure because I haven't had, ever really had any pressure to get a result. Only 9% chose me. Yeah. I'm a little hurt by that. But does that make you a little more motivated? Does it give you a little, see, oh, I feel like, I, I feel more worried about failing now as opposed yeah, to I mean, worried about just like hopeful of getting a result whereas I feel like you must have that anger in your belly I definitely have the you stomach like, of anger you feel like yeah. a stomach you have stomach is that anger. the fear though? That's, that's why I like being the, the middle choice on the pole because I'm tranquilo but here we were a year into this crazy idea to race Schwamigan traveling across the country and now race day was tomorrow morning 
How were we actually feeling? What were we actually thinking? How would the race day actually pan out? We decided to each record a confessional about our actual true thoughts and what we thought would happen on race day. Okay, hello, this is Matt. I'm walking around the driveway as the other two walked around the driveway to do their confessional. Uh, real world style. I have not uh, put my finger in the peanut butter jar um, yet. Uh, I, th- I think the race will go fine. Um, I am quietly confident after our ride today. Uh, I think I think I can beat these jumps. But um, yeah, you know, first ride on the bike today, and it was a lot of fun. And whether or not it stays together. Uh, or the mud gets me. We'll find out if it is muddy. Um, probably kind of hosed. The clearances are paper thin, um, but whatever. Doesn't matter. The bike's a lot of fun. It's gonna be fun to ride with these dorks and see how many people we can pass. And hopefully, I can give them a cobra-esque look and attack them at some point, even if it doesn't stick. Uh, that's all that really matters. Um, I think it's about all I got. I, I think I got this. I think I got this. But, you know, trying to not get too confident. One mechanical and it's all over, right? So, we'll find out tomorrow. Hey guys, um, Super Rookie here. Just got back to the cabin. And... I got to admit, I am not at all concerned about beating Spencer. I think that I'll be able to destroy Spencer by a good 30 minutes after what I saw today. He may be sandbagging us, but I think I'm going to beat him. I am, however, very, very concerned about Little Guy. Um, My saving grace would be if Little Guy's bike breaks. Um, I I need his bike to break. And if his bike breaks, then I'll beat him and then I'll win among the three and then I can hold it over them for eternity. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I am. I'm feeling okay. I'm a little, you know, my bike's good. Got a good podcast friend uh, hook me up with a uh, salsa spearfish with full suspension, full squish, as they say. Um, a little bit better than the single speed I was planning on doing. But um there's a lot of rigid forks and a lot of rigid mountain bikes here and it's not really single track. So that might be a little bit of a concern, but man, if little guy does not get a flat from the broken chain, he could actually probably do pretty well. I mean, he was flying today, but um, we'll see what happens. All right. I'm out. So this is Spencer. I'm out here. Uh, in the north woods of Wisconsin at the Schwamigan uh, Fat Tire Festival. Taking a little walk here, uh, away from the cabin, away from those guys. And uh, I'm going to have a little confessional here. going to let you know what I really think is going to happen. We went on our shakedown ride today, and uh, i got to say, I'm worried. I'm worried about little guy. He is fit. He's looking fast. But 
I'm also worried for him, for his bike. I, uh, if, if that bike makes it to the finish line, he will destroy us. But uh, there's a good chance it won't. So uh, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I got I to gotta watch him like a hawk. Uh, I think Tim will be there for a while, but I, uh, I'm not sure, not sure how good he's feeling. He, uh, you know, he had a long travel, um, you know, seems, uh, seems like, uh, you know, the dad bod is catching up to him a little bit, um, you know, but you know, he could be a factor. He, he has been definitely riding the most of all of us. I think, uh, Tim gets in his own head. So, um, you know, if he can, if he can stay with it mentally, and uh, and 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 believe that he has been riding the most. Uh, he he could pull out something special, but uh, you know. So so my game plan: crack Tim mentally, watch little guy for the bike failure, and uh, I should I should be okay. But um, if I can't crack Tim mentally, and I can't crack uh, little guy's bike, uh, I might be in trouble, guys. This is uh, this is me signing off. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you at the finish line. Overnight that night, everything changed. Every plan that had been carefully laid was now out the window. Every tire choice was now wrong. In a few short hours, nearly five inches of rain dumped down on the Hayward Cable area. Luckily for the racers, the rain let up just about an hour before the official start time of Schwamigan. But the damage was done. Suddenly, all bets were off. Of course, we needed to check in one last time before the race. Race day morning. Little guy, you already got your helmet on. You feeling good? Yeah, I'm obviously very prepared. It's an hour to start and I've got my helmet on. But I haven't clipped it yet, so it's not, it's not really safe. So yeah. Casual safety. It's casual safety, yeah the best kind of safety big day for the pod today um we're going to be getting lots of fans on the side of the road chanting our names definitely <clears throat> what are you most nervous about little guy oh it's those fans i just want to i want to bring the results for the fans you know it's yeah. I, I know they put a lot of faith in me yeah. um well the team you know it works so hard together to get to that point you gotta you gotta make yeah. sure you execute well i want to repay all the yeah, yeah the sponsors the sonyers everyone everyone who's helped out you know just from from the Top to bottom. The junior junior coach and all the that. The junior coach, our developmental team, you know, that we've been sponsoring, uh, our junior junior racers yeah. and our junior 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 racers. And how, I'm doing proud. How are you feeling, Spencer? Uh, I'm going to win this one. I'm going to win it for Tom Boonin, Tom Boonin, and, uh, and Little Heimar. Well, I mean, a, a little presumptuous. I'm going to dedicate it to our children. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I want to do it for the kids. I want to inspire the next generation. That's part of my hope uh, here at the Schwamigan. And uh, I just want to let everybody know that we made a last-minute decision that uh, we're going to be racing for a, a charity donation. That's right. Um, Slow Ride Podcast is going to donate $100 to the winner's charity of choice. Um, I don't think we've all even uh, finalized our choices yet, but uh, we'll let you know what that is later in the pod, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, thanks for asking how I'm feeling going into the race. I but appreciate we know, that. We know you're feeling bad. I feel muy tranquilo. Very, very tranquil, calm, nerves. Um, I shared my feelings about um, your guys' chances last night in my private confessional booth. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so I'm ready. Um, so, little guy, 
good luck out there today. Uh, hopefully, you hopefully your brakes stop. I mean, this is the thing people don't know about torrential downpours last night. I yeah. mean, the course is going to be a soggy one. This, this has thrown all planning out the window. Uh, everything, everything is new and fresh. Uh, yeah. We don't know what to expect today. Yeah. Anything and could happen. Do I go long finger, short finger? I don't know. My tire pressure right? I don't know. I mean. Is your tire choice right? Is your bike choice right? Is your no, gearing? Like, no do you idea. need it? These are all things we need to consider and can't do anything about. No. <laughs> at this point, it's uh, it's set. There's no point in even trying to adjust it. You'll, right. just, you'll just make it worse. All we'll right. see you guys at the finish line. The 36th running of the Schwamigan 40 went off without a hitch, despite the weather. Gary Crandell and his army of volunteers made a fantastic Fat Tire Festival happen. One that'll be remembered for a long time to come, partly for the mud, but mostly for the community that he has built around this event. The towns of Cable and Hayward, Wisconsin, come alive with the influx of more than 3,000 mountain bike riders each September, and it is that the slow ride can't recommend enough. It is a bucket lister for sure. But now the finish line had been crossed, and the race between us was over. Or was it? So, today we did our first ever Schwamigan. We were uh, very lucky to be able to come up here as guests of the Schwamigan Fat Tire Festival Mm -hmm. in Hayward, Wisconsin, from Hayward to um, Cable. And I don't know about you guys, but uh, I was woken up this morning at about 5 a.m. Thunderstorms. Yeah, and I looked on the radar, and a solid red patch, basically from Hayward to Cable, <laughs> along the Berkey Trail. They yeah. got something like five inches of rain in in one hour, and that provided for quite the course conditions. But uh, we went to the start, and uh, we were ready to roll almost right away. Almost right away. Um, actually. From when the gun sounded, uh, it took a few minutes for us to actually start rolling. Because <laughs> when we rolled up to uh, to Main Street there in 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 Hayward, you know, we we found the start of the race. Obviously, it's a big event. Uh, we found the uh, the first corral. We yeah, there's great. easy. The, a lot of ghost bikes, the upside down yeah. bikes. A lot of people. Yeah, lot of space. Saving lots of space. Yeah, looked looked very cushy up there. Yeah. And we saw the second corral. We walked a little further. We that, saw that the like, third. The third one even had a lot of space. I mean, there's a lot of, yeah. And then we got to the fourth and fifth corrals, and then we got to the end of the block where the sixth corral was. And uh, I, I think I think it's about then that we decided <laughs> that we uh, it dawned on us like we're in the seventh corral. Yeah, like like where are we supposed to go? Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> then there's a sign that said corral seven. <laughs> With an arrow. <laughs> yeah, we had to turn the corner. Uh, that's how far back uh, in this in this field we were. It was like five city blocks. It was amazing. And very far. And that and the corral was full by the time we got there. Oh yeah, we were way in the back. We were, um, yeah. we were definitely two thirds of the way back of the seventh corral. It was, oh yeah, and it was bigger than the other corral. Now, the 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 seventh corral was where the party was. Let's let's uh, there, be honest. There's a lot of fat bikes. We saw a guy that had maybe a sandwich. Uh, to he definitely to- had what I believe to be a sandwich was, duct taped to the down. It was like tube socks. Is that though. different than the tube? Yeah, it no, was, it was a tube sock. Do you think he had a sandwich in a tube sock? I think the sandwich it was, was shaped like a sandwich, but it looked you, like a tube sock. It was in the tube sock to protect it from the elements. Well, that, but my, that probably didn't work so well. That was an interesting no. choice on a day um, like today. Just get that moisture to just hold to the outside. There were some okay bikes. Lots of staring of little guys. Uh, steed. Yeah. Kind of mountain. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was very popular. The 
then they they, they kind of they they force you all on a main street because they take out all of the tapes so that the it compresses right yep. all the crowds get together national anthem gun goes two and a half minutes later we we get to, we get to start slowly pedaling our bikes yep. um and it's a good five mile rollout eh, it's three miles on the asphalt uh, uh, a ways yeah. and then you you get on the grass and uh i mean yeah other than that nothing much happened and no. just fantastic day it's, well so so uh, we we went into this race with the knowledge that we were going to be starting in the back and we knew that it was going to be a tough time for those first few miles as we navigated through uh, some of the other uh, participants of the event um, and that uh, some of us, some of the smaller of us are, are quite nimble at fishing their way through uh, schools of, of, of bike fish and uh, other of us Maybe not so not so graceful <laughs> with that. So we made a pact. Uh, we found a, a designated spot on the on the course map, um, about fifteen or so miles into the into the race. That we figured things will be spread out enough. There we'll be we'll be through. We let's kind of stick together, uh, and then we'll our race will begin when we cross the uh, the double O the double zero. Uh, yeah. But there was never a conversation on what neutral speed means, right? Like, well, it meant generally staying in the vicinity of each other. Yeah, but you know, there's. But we also so we wanted to move up. It was sort of a weird. We were. It was. We maybe had too many priorities all lumped into one. Well, and then there was a separation, and little guy decides to go to the bathroom. So I stopped for him. That was a good time to go to the bathroom. And then Spencer comes by. We're kind of back together. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we waited for a little guy to go to the bathroom. And I remember Spencer saying, you guys didn't wait for me to go to the bathroom or something like that. Like, I couldn't really no, understand. No, I, I said you gave him an unfair advantage because now he doesn't have to stop <laughs> later in the race when we we're actually racing I, to pee because but, he's, he was but going But you to knew that it was a muddy enough race that I would just piss myself. And nobody would know. I mean, nobody would so, know. Like, everyone was co- caked in mud. Yeah, there, like, were, there were enough Iron Man tattoos that I saw that... Uh, you already I, I knew other people would There was quite yeah. a few. I get a bunch of high fives at the yeah. finish line. Can you pee yourself too, dude? Yeah. Quite a few Iron Man tattoos. And so... Little guy, we wait for little guy. And then yeah. there was some arguing, natural slow ride part podcast arguing yeah. arguing between the three of us. Natural is the burden. It little, happens. Little guy said some words. He little, said some hard yeah, words. Yeah, but, but but it was like because because <laughs> no, no, we're arguing some arguing because Spencer and I were arguing about I thought I was like what does neutral mean? Me. Like what does neutral mean? Like am I gonna no. wait for you to no, have no. A, a bathroom break? The and point. then like we gotta go a little bit faster here, guys. We gotta get past and then little guy says I said something to the effect of uh you guys should just shut up because I can drop you whenever I want or something like that. Yeah. You, you, could, take, you could take I any think, bathroom breaks you needed to because you could just catch back up and drop us I anyway. Think, no, I think Little Guy also included like, man, there's at least 150 spots that, that I could that I should have by but, now. But that, he, like, I'm just going to add 150 spots to my finishing result to I make thought, up for this. But also, I thought if I did sort of an alpha male thing, it would inspire you guys to follow. Right. And you, know. you also prefaced all that with I'm not talking shit, but... And, and he says this, and he says it, and then some guy we don't even know goes, sounds to me like you're talking shit. <laughs> and then... And then I immediately got a front flat. Like, immediately you got a flat. Like your your like, words are, oh no, I got a flat. <laughs> the cosmic energy. Yeah. 
The cosmic energy got you. The cosmic energy so, of Schwamagate. Uh, and, wow. and then the conversation goes to me and Spencer, because yeah. by now we're not fighting anymore because we're just laughing and having <laughs> yeah, a great yeah. time. You bonded over my, and, my and, misery. It's and we go, I say, should we wait for him? <laughs> yeah. Right. And and I said, and I said I, no. The answer is no, because I then, can obviously I can get back whenever I then, want. I just stated the fact. And then, uh, so, and then Spencer, my favorite part, Spencer goes, huh. It's only seven and a half miles in. That's a mile and a half earlier than we thought it was going to happen. It's yeah. True. Yeah. And it's true. Then it was just a great ride. Fantastic. <laughs> that was it. No it was all good. Basically, the source. Um, for my flat, I, I, I pulled my tire and I realized at that point that the one thing I had forgotten to do uh, that I had meant to do, which was to put on a new rim strip on that front wheel. And I had not done it. So I flatted at the valve because it was wiggling around in it. Uh-huh. cut itself so i immediately flatted my spare my first spare tube oh, which good. was very exciting i must say so early in the race and i put in my next one and then i got rolling uh me and the medics that pull up the rear of the race so you know <laughs> that i'm in a really good spot when those guys ride by just having a very casual conversation yeah um good spot um but you guys weren't racing together anymore even though <clears throat> Yeah, that was kind of that's kind of an interesting point that you bring up um, because you had flatted, but we knew that you could catch up and drop As us stated, whenever you want. I can catch you and drop you whenever <laughs> I want. So, so I was under the impression we would just continue to roll, and if you weren't back by uh, the double zero um, highway, that we would probably hang around and wait for you or something. I don't know, but that's not what happened because Tim. Tim put in, Tim put in a Schleck-worthy attack. He, <laughs> wow. he was, wow. he just like danced up this hill and wow. crested and was gone, never to be seen. Tim, I didn't do you have, have, you have your GoPro going to see to see this? <sighs> we'll have to check the footage. Um, and I was like, well, I'm not going to waste a bunch of time and energy chasing Tim. When he's all amped up because the little guy got a flat, <laughs> I'm just gonna find him. I'm either gonna board. reel him in slowly but surely, or he's gonna be waiting at, at the at the highway uh, where the race really starts. And um, when I got all the way out there, little guy had not caught up yet because no, I guess took, he had another flat. It took him uh, one hour forty six minutes to get there. It took yeah. you one hour thirty two, and me one hour twenty seven. Yeah, it takes so, a while to change two flats. Yeah, with that little pump. Oh my god, <laughs> my arms are gonna hurt more than you my need legs some tomorrow. CO2s. That um, little pump is—it's hard. But yeah, so so what I'm what I'm driving at here, guys. Can we drive that? Is I think I think we need to have the race jury look at uh, at the footage and at the at the evidence that is at hand, <laughs> because I think there may have been a violation of the neutral zone. I uh, I think Tim may have jumped the gun and attacked at mile eight where the guy <laughs> got his flat and uh, and 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 never looked back. Um, I think that is a disqualifiable uh, uh, offense. You look at the footage. I I was very happy with how my my legs and my my form was feeling today. I felt good. The bar ends. I didn't tell you guys about the bar ends. They were great. The baggy shorts kept the mud off the legs. I was chafing a little bit around the knees because the caked on mud. Mm-hmm. We didn't even get into the mud. That was some deep mud. It's it was the Berkey, unreal. The Berkey Trail. So for those that aren't here, it is a – it's not even double track. It is a 30-yard wide 
most of the time yeah. grass like changes field and then yeah every now and then like there's one little section of single track <laughs> but there was some a lot of fire roads yeah I was talking, there's some, some really fire fun fire roads that were the gravel roads awesome. had a lot of rock like yeah. like basically it was like double track with rock gardens and berms yeah so those run those roads it was were awesome so much it was fun a, it was a lot of fun um, but I don't I don't remember the attack. Okay. But my memory can my memory is a yeah, little dated. A little now. You did have a I had a stroke five months ago, yeah, and wow. ever since then. So now I I was at the car changing. Actually, I was done changing. Um, <laughs> kind of just hanging out <laughs> when I heard Matt Allen finisher Spencer Howe finisher, and I was like, oh wow, they rode together. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for. The, the verbal assault to happen when I see you. And I didn't even know if it was a sprint or not. I just assumed you guys crossed the line holding hands. Oh, uh, that was well, maybe part of the plan. It's part of the plan. Well, well, we'll get to that. So I caught Spencer then maybe a mile. You did. Around 20, 20, 20 22, somewhere in there. And uh, we talked for a second. I yep. said, let's go get Tim. You, well, you told me about all your flats. I told you I got a couple flats. I knew you were out of spare tubes. I told you I was out of tubes. And, and then, you told me you were going after Tim. I said, I'm going after Tim. <laughs> And then, uh, so and and you like we rode together for a little while, but yeah. uh, you were you were in full hunt. You were in full, in full flight, hunt. looking for. Looking, you were leaving caution. I was trying to find me a super rookie. Some of these descents, I was like, I can't believe you're going that fast on that bike. That bike was super right fun, now. <laughs> man. Um, I'm like, those descents were a blast on that I bike. I was a little worried, but <laughs> I and I let you I let you get out of sight, uh, you know, and. Uh, uh, I didn't think I was going to see you again, little guy, because you were you were on a mission. I was. I would say maybe two miles later, I did see you again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was walking. <laughs> I got my my next flat, and I was out of tubes. <laughs> Front wheel again. Front wheel again, same thing. Valve right at the valve. Uh, so I booted it with a chunk of tube that I'd cut up with a well, pocket knife at yeah. this point, and that held for for I guess almost ten miles. And I, I, I came, I saw your sad, lowly figure walking mm-hmm. along the side of the road. I only had one more Larabar, too. I mean, I probably would have died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd probably be finishing about now. Um, Long walk. I took pity on you. Yeah, you took I, pity on me. I, I pulled right over. I said, you know what? <clears throat> I've got a tube. It's a 29er tube. It should work in your weird bike. It did. And, uh, and yeah, we got you set up. We got you rolling again. But I said, okay. For this, for this gracious, <laughs> for this savior, for me being your hero today, yeah. I'm gonna need you to work with me to get to the finish because I'm not feeling great. And uh, and you did. I gotta say, you know, you held up your end of the bargain, and uh, and we rode together the rest of the time, the last uh, 10, 15 miles, 15, whatever yeah, it was. I thought you guys were behind me every single moment. Well, I was I get thinking, to the top of the hill, I turn around, and I'd see a black and orange jersey. And so I, I, was, I had to leave. So it's been this before. I mean, the plan was we would ride in, but um, obviously I was keeping my eyes ahead, peeled, just <laughs> yeah. in case I saw you, because if I did, um, I. I couldn't take any chances. I was going to have to hunt you down right away and make sure I got rid of the super rookie problem. Yeah. And, ahead of and me. The, the agreement would have been nullified and yeah. that would have been totally okay. So, as, <laughs> you know, if I ever like was like, Spencer behind me, he is. If I seen super rookie in front of me, then I'd be like, I'm sorry. I feel Spencer. like you'd have given me some sort of hand signal or something. <laughs> sort of like, complicated hand gesture. I would have rang my bell excessively. Yeah. Um, Did you ring your bell at all today? You know, I didn't really think about it very much. I ended up just saying on your left or right or left or oh coming up. Um, 
which is crazy because I think from we have like the the number the numbers like kind of just like the number of people I fell behind and the number of people I fell went in front of and it's like I passed a lot of people. That is, like that is probably the best part about starting, starting in the back. Yeah, in in gate seven was you feel like uh, a rock star. Man, we were rocking all day. We were just passing people. I, I think like I counted, day. and there was one point when we were riding together on a descent, and a guy came past us on the descent mm-hmm. and actually like disappeared out of sight. But I think that's the only person I remember all day passing me, and then like we didn't just not seeing him, just again. grab him again and pass him. Yeah. So other than people that passed me because I was fixing a mechanical when we were actually <laughs> right. moving and, and and riding, I just remember one person going past us so i'm in the car though changing yes how did the finish because you beat him yeah you didn't cross the line well so we we came into the it's sort of like it feels like you're coming into a stadium almost you pop out of the woods up on this hill and you do this kind of long grass descent you bomb down in it into another climb and into a punchy climb to the finish yeah it's a big bowl it's the side of like a ski hill and um we bombed down that hill together Yep, I was right on your and wheel. And then uh, we started going up. I don't think Spencer liked that part very much. I didn't like that part. Um, I was, I, I was like, we, we, the last two miles. Yeah, it was very hilly. At the the end. last two miles was unrelenting. But I'd say the last almost ten miles oh. were just like up down. I mean, it's they're very steep climbs, and a lot of them are short, but they yeah. are very, very. I'm steep. curious to it's see very muddy the elevation uh, profile from the yeah. from my Garmin uh, because. I'm imagining we did several thousands of feet of climbing, but like never actual elevation changed more than maybe 50 feet. <laughs> yeah. a, lot, a lot of it. Yeah. And so much of it, it's hard to explain, but it was so muddy that you were hunting, you're sort of hunting and pecking for little slices of grass Yeah. to end, you know, so you're like from one corner, like jumping across the road, like from the left to the right and constantly just like... Yeah. Uh, but, uh, losing traction but at the but end anyway yeah i was i was through with this these last two miles broke me mentally <laughs> i i did not have what it took uh to hang and a uh, little guy true to his word earned earned that tube and uh <laughs> hung out and waited for me at the top of most of the climbs and uh and we rolled in together and I, I hung his wheel and I was so happy. I was like, yeah, finish line. Wait, there's one more yeah, climb. One more climb. And I I just couldn't. But I, I got a little gap and then I kind of waited. And then a, some guy, I don't know who, but he tried to come around me on the left side of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, uh, something got in me and I was like, no way. So I. Well, there's I, a finish line in sight. So I, so I sprinted up the hill in front of him. And got got a clear enough gap so he knew that if I wasn't waiting, like, busy with the Spencer's, like, our pact here, that uh, um, I had him. So then I let him, I got up, like, in front of the line, and then I sort of shut it down. And I sort of coasted up and just hung out in front of the line, just waiting for Spencer. For a good five seconds. Just sort of did a little track stand um, and look back and look back. And then rather than waiting for Spencer to cross the line together, I beat him. Yeah, which doesn't really help my situation. If rookie does get disqualified by the race jury, uh, it doesn't really help my situation at uh, all. I'm just trying to cover all my bases, <laughs> but it does move me up one step on the podium. <laughs> well, I think that the the race jury is going to have to decide. I'd like to see the footage. I don't recall attacking no. at all. I, I recall well, here's, here's riding the, at a good good pace. So here's the thing: we got we got you your 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 first place. 
you know, congratulations, there's an asterisk. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Little guy, second place, maybe first place, also an asterisk. Because <laughs> let's just say he would maybe be finishing right now. Yeah, that's uh, true. If, if it wasn't for a tube that I gave him. So... It's very true. I mean, who is the real victor? The people of Hayward. The, yeah, the, <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's true. Gary Crandall, the listeners of the Slow Ride podcast. The guy in the recumbent, and neither of you guys saw it. I yeah, saw it. I and think. It was I think amazing. there was a mountain bike recumbent out on the trail today. Uh, he is a winner. Um, yeah. Any which way you slice it, we're gonna need we're gonna need input on this. Yeah. Uh, uh, race jury needs to decide on on Tim's fate and on little guy's fate, and uh, see if I move three steps up the podium. Um, I don't. I don't know how to call this one, you guys. I, so I think we all. I think we need one in our own way. So I think we had a ton of fun, but to put this all in perspective, you guys were at like four hours, right? Like a little bit over four hours, something like that. And I was. I was pretty close to four hours. We were within like yeah, decent time together. The winner, two hours eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, like like they could have raced almost twice. Yeah. And um, they didn't have to pass seventeen hundred people to get where they that were. That is true, and they had. I mean, the tire choices today. I had really fast tires if it was dry. Yeah, you had icons. I, I was I was spinning like crazy up some of those those climbs. Um, I did a lot of walking. We were we were planning on a fast dry Schwamigan, yeah. like is uh, kind of the norm. So I think we got I think we got a treat. I oh. think we were treated to something special here. This is and like a uh, muddy Roubaix. And yeah. they're going to talk about it. Oh, exactly. Yeah, people will be talking about this forever. Oh, so we got to be here and experience it. The 36th running of the Schwamigan Fat Tire Festival. Yeah. Um, big, big thanks to them. This has been a great experience. And, and we're happy that you guys yeah. were all uh, able to vicariously uh, enjoy I, it as well. I hope we can come up with another ride to do. Yeah. I think this was fun. We're going to have yeah. to do these again. The Slow Ride Podcast would like to thank Gary Crandell, Ed Johnson, and the entire Fat Tire Festival crew for making this event happen and hosting us. We'd like to thank Tim's parents for the cabin. We'd like to thank Sarah and Little Hymar, as well as Caitlin and Tom Boonin Tom Boonin for holding down the forts at home. We'd like to thank Big Matt, our teammate, a friend, and our driver for the weekend. To the towns of Cable and Hayward, Wisconsin, Keep doing what you're doing. You've got an awesome thing going on. And a huge thank you to the supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network for helping make this all possible. We'd like to thank BK1 of Rhyme Sayers Entertainment for the use of his track Tema to Cannibal off the album Radio to Cannibal for the intro and outro to this podcast. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Slow Ride Pod. You can email us at theslowridepodcast at gmail.com. And remember, always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road.